0: Welcome to the Nanalyze Podcast. We are a boutique media and research firm specializing in disruptive innovation. Visit nanalyze.com for more details. We like to keep our collective fingers in the pulse of what retail investors are talking about. And lately, everybody's been discussing this new AI stock, Super microcomputer. So, we're going to discuss what AI stocks look like, explore what SMCI has been doing and try to explain the 500% increase in their share price over the past year, along with the rocketing revenue growth. And if you're invested in SMCI stock or thinking about investing in it, you're going to want to watch this because there's some very shocking findings that we're going to present that I think most people are probably unaware of. And ultimately, we want to find out if there's some there there, as they say. Now, be very careful about hype. So as someone on our Discord server said recently, for hungry men, all things look like steak. So retail investors who are salivating over the performance of NVIDIA are now trying to find the next something. So they see Celsius is the next monster. Polestar is the next Tesla. Palantir is the next Microsoft. What you'll see them start doing is creating stories around stocks that have always been doing the same thing, but now they're being dressed up differently. So for mature investment themes, I would say AI is starting to become mature, as they say. Once it starts working, nobody calls it AI anymore. Companies that uh, you don't start generally start seeing companies that have been flying under the radar at this point, and suddenly they're up and coming, like sort of NVIDIA came across our radar back in 2017. Uh, The other thing is that definitions are becoming hazy. So our recent piece on Synaptic talked about this. So what chip isn't an Internet of Things device? They can all be classified as that. So what it comes down to then is looking at the particular use cases. Hopefully the company elaborates on those. And revenue growth uh, is ultimately the ground truth. I have just this steak here. I'm getting hungry looking at it. This is a, a bistecca alla fiorentina, probably the best cut of meat that you can eat in certain parts of Italy. So let's talk about super microcomputer. Here's a couple interesting charts. The one on the left shows us annual revenues. So we see the little dip there in the times of the Rona. What this sums up to is a 10-year compound annual growth rate of 18%. That's fairly remarkable. Because revenues are such a focal point of this company, that's going to be uh, very relevant later on when we show you something quite shocking. Uh, Quarterly revenues on the right, Red arrow points to something that you'd want to investigate. Now, we hit our showstopper, so we didn't investigate that. But the dip there uh, will probably be attributed like other firms to inventory levels as a result of the uh, supply chain problems, hangover that you're still seeing from the RONA. But we see quarterly revenues there uh, slowly growing over time. And what is more notable here is share price performance. So SMCI stock has appreciated over 500% in the past year. Contrast that to NVIDIA at 214% or the NASDAQ at 36%. Always get in the habit of when you talk about share price performance, comparing it to a relevant benchmark. So perhaps the best benchmark here would be the semiconductor ETF. But this company is actually in computer hardware. So you'd want to take that into account. Now, be careful of the absolute trash. The Motley Fool actually used to be a respected institution. I'm old enough to remember when they were. And now they produce nothing largely but tripe like this. Could super microcomputer stock help you become a millionaire? Definitely not reading the shite that you put out will help anybody amass any sort of wealth. Then you've got another article, uh, Supermicro computer blasted higher, blasted, nice choice of words, higher today. Investors business daily, they're sort of going downhill too. I pulled up an article not too long ago and found just plain false information. I think probably an algo had tried to create something insightful and failed miserably. But they say here, AI chip stocks notch record highs. And they mentioned Supermicro in that sentence there. So when we look at AI investing, These are the companies, there's over 30 companies in our tech stock catalog. That's a uh, Excel spreadsheet that we provide our premium subscribers, and it has uh, 460 stocks in there with a lot of data. Now, what you need to remember about AI is that the algorithms are only as good as the data that you feed them. So proprietary data sets are going to allow large companies or companies of any type to have a competitive advantage. Now, for robotics... That's been waiting for AI. So hardware hasn't been the bottleneck. It's been software. With you know, gripping might be the exception there. But uh, picks and shovels for AI, that would be largely the chips used to power AI algorithms. And then when you start to consider big data as part of the AI thesis, then for hardware you might look at a company like Pure Storage. Now, what does Supermicro do? Well, they're uh, Early 2000s website shows us that they sell hardware, and when we look at their uh, investor deck, we see they segment that into two chunks here. Server and storage systems commanding upwards of 90% of revenues, and then subsystems and accessories, uh, presumably that also include things like services. Now, when it comes to vertical markets, you see here that they're selling organically, uh, what, around 43% last quarter And then um, OEM appliance and large data centers would account for 55%. And then 5G telco edge IOTs. Uh, increasingly shrinking over time. Now, for reasons that we're going to talk about, I think, in a second. Now, when we look at gross margin, it's not very good. First of all, it's declining over time. They say, well, that's due to focus on market share gains. Not so sure about that. I mean, this is a, a, a hardware business is competitive and they compete with large names like Lenovo and HP and Dell and Their operating margins, you can see they're uh, not really consistent. Um, They're profitable, they've been profitable, or so they say, for the past 30 years. And I say that uh, for reasons we're going to talk about here in a second. What they do, well, when we look at GIC's Global Industry Classification Standard, they are in the sector technology industry, computer hardware. Basically, this is a hardware reseller with a few related parties that uh, draw some suspicion um so the items they sell here from the 10K, you know, complete servers, storage systems, modular blade servers, blades workstations, that's, that sort of stuff, right? Basically, they're taking computer components, assembling them into hardware packages that they sell to over a thousand customers. Now, this sentence here tells us something. It says prices for our server, server and storage systems range widely, depending on the configuration, obviously, as well as the level of integration of key components. And they tell us these CPUs. GPUs, SSDs, and memory. So they specifically talk about having major relationships with Intel, AMD, and NVIDIA. And when we look in their latest 10Q, we start playing some clue. They say here that the increase in concentration of total purchases from one of our suppliers to 55% of total purchases from the single supplier is a result of the increase in the number of purchases of GPUs from such supplier. Gee, Johnny, I wonder who that is, right? It's NVIDIA. So when there's a GPU shortage we'd expect SMCI to be pricing their solutions higher. So this might account for their recent very strong revenue growth. Given their industry tenure, they probably have some fixed number of GPUs allocated to them by NVIDIA, and they're able to price those upwards. Once the temporary supply problems for GPUs are rectified, and all this AI hype subsides and growth is going to stall, you might say, well, the same holds true for NVIDIA, right? Not necessarily. And we were going to go into talking about that, but when I was perusing the 10K, I came across this interesting little tidbit of information. So it talks about how in uh, 2018, their CEO uh, had borrowed approximately $13 million from the spouse of a gentleman who's heading up a related party that works with Supermicro Computer. Now, um, nothing too odd yet, but we see this is an unsecured uh, loan. Um, and this CEO of SuperMicrocomputer requested this loan to provide funds to repay margin loans to two financial institutions. Sounds like and I hesitate to speculate as to what this guy is getting himself into, but. What's interesting here is that this sentence: the lenders called the loans, so he'd, he'd taken these loans. The lenders called those following the suspension of Microcomputer's common stock from trading on NASDAQ in August of 2018, and this amount due of approximately 16 million dollars is still outstanding. Well, that's odd, but this statement here: suspension of their stock. Well, look at what we come up with here. So. We find that uh, this is taken from the U.S. Securities and Exchange website. SEC charges Supermicro and former CFO in connection with widespread accounting violations. Pay attention to that word widespread. This is water under the bridge, and this is three years ago. All right. So as you usually see with these matters, the company says, you well, know, we're not going to admit to anything, and they pay their fines around $17 million, and their CEO, this gentleman with the outstanding loan, he's not charged with misconduct. He's required to reimburse the company $2.1 million in stock profits that he received. Um, But when you read this, and you can go out there, find this, and I suggest that you read this 13-page document. Uh, it says because of Supermicro's pervasive, pervasive accounting reporting and internal accounting control issues, they were unable to file periodic reports for nearly nearly two years, and as a result, they had to suspend the stock. It was delisted from March 2019 through January 2020. When you look in this document, it's not good. It includes these items here, and under each one of these bullet points, they describe. Some very interesting arrangements. If, if you're the person who's, who's running this operation and you see this widespread list of problems that the SEC has identified, that's not just the person at the top. That extends throughout the entire organization, and it hints at systemic widespread failures. Now, the outcome, somewhere around a $17 million fine. When an investigation is announced, it's important to understand what the company is being accused of. So read the documents. Robinhood's an example of a company that's passed through this and based on the findings in those documents, that's not a company that we would invest in. Now, Archer Daniels Midland is worth mentioning. We sent a uh, alert to our premium subscribers on this recently because we're holding ADM. This is a great example of company specific risk. Everybody says, well, I'm gonna find the next Microsoft, invest in this one company. Any time a company you're holding can blindside you with something like this. And what happened is that ADMs um, had initiated an internal investigation in response to a receipt of a, a voluntary document request by the SEC. They're cooperating with the SEC. They suspended their CFO we need to know more facts and see if this even results in an SEC investigation or what happens as a result of this restatements, things like that. Now, for us, it's very easy. We only sell dividend growth stocks when dividends get cut. So that makes our lives easy. But this is something we're paying attention to for premium subscribers. Now, what we have here is a company that's been selling server and hardware equipment for over 30 years. So they also say they've been profitable for 30 years. It appears to be the case. This is a mature business. Now, they ran into some serious problems with the SEC just three years ago. For us, that's a showstopper. So if you're invested, planning to invest, go read that 13-page report. It's only three years ago, and it paints a very interesting picture. Uh, prior to that, before I discovered that, we weren't sold on this reseller at all. You know, they have those, Their gross margins are rather weak, and they're heading in the wrong direction. And What they're doing is just, I mean, if you're going to, if you want to play this niche, go for pure storage, go for NVIDIA. Don't go for somebody who's reselling hardware and is going to be faced with constant pricing pressure and doesn't have any recurring revenues that they could offer. Now, we'd be very curious to see who our criticisms are going to attract. So if you're someone out there with malicious intent, your best bet is going to be to stay silent. And we usually say that because when you start voicing attacking us, that's just evidence that something uh, more sinister is going on behind the scenes. Frankly, uh, we just get tired of dealing with that BS. So we like to throw up those warnings. Now, most of the people uh, pumping this up on social media probably haven't opened a 10K in their lives. They're just hungry for some steak. So what you need to do is decide if uh, after you've read through these facts we've presented, this is a company that you'd like to invest in. Now, We'll get the occasional person coming around leaving the, this didn't age well comment because stock prices move in all directions. This is a typical lazy wanker response. It's devoid of any intellectual effort, shows no desire to learn. And these people never engage when they're challenged. So let's everyone say it together. We invest in companies, not stocks. This isn't a a prediction of where the stock price is going to go for SMCI as everybody pumps it to death on Um, all social media channels. This is an analysis of the facts surrounding this company. So I'm going to go ahead and throw up another video here that you might find quite interesting. We did recently is AMD, the next NVIDIA. Well, you're just going to have to watch the video to find out. So uh, make sure to subscribe. Please share this video with your friends and family. Thanks so much for taking the time to watch this today. Thank you for listening to the Nanalyze podcast. If you found this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This helps us to continue to provide thorough research for you. Want more research like this? Want to know what we're invested in and what stocks we're avoiding? Head to nanalyze.com and consider becoming a premium annual subscriber to get access to premium articles, webinars, and our extensive tech stock catalog. Thank you for your time.